Truth Fairies is brought to you in partnership with Speak Studios and Speak Boise. Speak Boise is a community-driven studio space where voices from all walks of life can speak and be heard. You can find them on Instagram and Facebook at Speak Studios, Speak Boise, and at their website, speakstudios.com. Speak Studios. Speak and be heard. This podcast is also brought to you by Instant Imprints. Promote better with Instant Imprints. Instant Imprints are Boise's visual communication experts and your place for everything you need to promote your business, club, school, or group. As a locally owned business, Instant Imprints specializes in making your organization more visible with custom branded apparel, embroidery, promotional items, print services, and wide format printing for signs, as well as banners and vehicle graphics. Want better ways to get noticed? Visit Instant Imprints at instantimprints.com slash Boise or call 208-IMPRINT. That's 208-467-7468. I'm Brooke. And I'm Jamie. And this is the Truth Fairies Podcast. The truth hurts. So we will be giving our unbiased and unqualified opinions on real life situations. So So let's let's get started. Welcome back to Truth Fairies Podcast. I'm Jamie. I'm Brooke. And it is dun, 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 Friday, Friday the, the 13th. 13th. Starting a podcast like is harder than you think. Not like launching one, but like the hello. The hello. The it's welcome. It's the worst. The most awkward. Takes us forever. We That's why we don't do redos because it's like we would do it all day. We stare at each other and whoever breaks first <laughs> exactly. has to do it. Which is always me. Actually, because I just won't do it. I'll just wait it out. I know. I'll just ride it out. Ride it out. Um. Yeah, it's Friday the 13th at recording. Yes. So time for you guys, it will be Wednesday the something else. 17th. Okay. I think. Good math. Thank you. 18th. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks, Thank you, Travis. <laughs> correction corner right there. Um, I have a correction corner. Oh, no. No, okay. it's small, but I have to clarify because otherwise I seem like a complete, like, hoarder. So last week we were talking about pets, and I said that my cat kindly peed and pooed in the in the tub for a week. Uh-huh. I was out of town. <laughs> And I was listening back. I'm like, I never said I was out of town. Oh, so, so people it, are just like, wow, she just lets her animals use her toilet yeah. or her bathtub as a toilet. So at live, like, yeah, she peed and pooed in there for a week, which was really nice of her. And it's like, no, it's because I came home and, and instead my of entire, just, so if we had like a kid, you know, like coming in to check on the cats and clean the litter box and feed them. Well, he had accidentally locked the cat door or something. Mm. So when we got home, they couldn't get to their litter box. And my entire bathtub was full of pee and poo. And Heather had actually come to, like, check or do something and seen it and just pretended like she didn't see it. <laughs> I'm just going to ignore that. Oh, that is, yeah, yeah that's probably a much-needed clarification. Yeah. I wouldn't, I mean, I know the story, so yeah. I wouldn't have thought. I just didn't want people to think You were just that, that dirty. let it happen for a week and was happy about it. Yeah, that is funny. Okay. Um, What I am most excited and unexcited about talking about at the same time is the Bachelorette finale. Yes. Because on one hand, I am enraged. Angry. Um, On the other hand, I am glad it's over. (laughs) Put us out of our misery. Um, Yeah. I mean, it was, that is probably the biggest train wreck of a season. It really was. Ever. 
Yeah. So yeah, what do you what do you have to say? I want to hear Travis's thoughts first. Travis from Speak, who we heard last week, who we didn't introduce. Yeah, sorry. This is Travis. Oh yeah, I guess I'm Travis. I work here. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> anyone's curious. Hey Travis. Hey. Hey Travis. But uh, I thought the finale it was stupid. I mean, the whole th- the season was kind of stupid. So it wasn't any like wasn't anything. I don't know. There was no like shock value, I guess, to it. It was everything happened exactly how I thought it was going to. Did she I just choose Blake for- or did he win by default? Uh, <laughs> he won by default. Right. But then like now that they're like post, like they make the most sense actually out of True. everyone. Like they did make the most sense. I was just really rooting for Greg because he seemed like a way like better dude. Mm-hmm. But uh, they make more sense. And now that they're like posting on Instagram finally and stuff, I'm like, yeah, it kind of, it all worked out, I guess, in the long run. I just feel bad for Justin because he got completely robbed of like, he shouldn't have been a finalist. Like, no. that was just mean. And uh, he also got, like, no screen time all season. Like, I feel like the final episode was the first time I heard him really, like, talk. And I was like, oh, he actually is kind of, like, a cool guy. Yeah. But uh, he had no talking time. They just showed, like, him doing his facial expressions. Right. But he, like, rarely got to talk. Yeah. Right. So I think people, I mean, most people just, like, every time he'd come on, we're like, wait, this guy's still here? Yeah. And yeah, like, how is this possible? Well, they sent home, I remember when they sent home, like, Andrew S. or whatever. I was like, he seemed like a really good contender. And I was upset that he got sent home but Justin was still there I was right yeah so I wonder how much of it really was just that he didn't get enough airtime or if or if really it was just like as towards the end all these people kept voluntarily leaving and it was just like one day he wakes up and he's third in line he's just a filler yeah yeah but I don't know I um what did you think Travis about uh her confrontation with Greg uh it was really funny I wish I could have seen like uncut version or whatever because I feel like they probably would have gone like or like behind closed doors I guess what they would have said I felt bad for him because like what was he supposed to say she was so out of line I am like I am ashamed to be a woman (laughs) after listening to her and like she was so turning it around Mm -hmm. like he was out of line and gaslighting like she was freaking crazy playing the victim that he was an actor that he, using her that and treated juicy news though I, do like, you think i wish true? they would have uh i doubt it because there's no way you can make it that f- I, it would explain why he looks like such a sad puppy the whole season the whole season like that would make a lot more sense but uh i don't think it's possible Mm-mm. it's like weird that that would just come up after it's all over and like in a rumor like i feel like one of the guys would have like broke that news to her before right. or, oh, yeah. or something like that i just i don't maybe i mean maybe he is an actor i guess and he's just an actor so they're always kind of in care in some sort of character so maybe that's just how he is but yeah because this was the was season playing. of the guys trying to expose the other guys for anything oh yeah right. every every week there was like an upset dude saying hey this like just bunch of rats they're all snitching yeah they were it was the worst (laughs) and so what he took a drama class and you know that make that means that this is his big break like that doesn't really make sense and I think it was her trying to save face because she could not accept the fact Mm -hmm. that this guy was like called her yeah I mean he completely called her out and like I think I said it last time I appreciated the fact that he was like this is not about a rose like this is so much more than that and at the end of the day, you're no better than me. I loved when he said me that. Too. He's like, this is a relationship between two people, and it's not just about what you choose. Yep. And she, remember, she's like, well, I am the bachelorette. Uh-huh. But still, he did it's get a, a clap. Like she was getting most of the audience claps. But then when he said something about you playing the bachelorette, and this feels like just a TV show to you, and that you're playing this role, he got claps. Yeah, because she was a hot mess. Mm-hmm. But it made me mad. Like I hate when. I hate when, okay, 
typically you hear so much about women being gaslighted. Yeah. And then then you have this woman who is in a position where she is being a voice, right? For she has a public eye on her and then she's going to turn something and spin it and like everybody knows that Greg wasn't gaslighting her yeah. like he was right about what she said and it's just embarrassing that it's like this is the you're on this platform and that's where you're going to go yeah. with it you're- and how about when they brought Blake out and like all of her compliments about Blake were like actual subtle digs at Greg oh yeah <laughs> and I mean bottom line her behavior with Greg just shows that she is so not over it it seemed that way and if not I were at all Blake was such a second choice like Absolutely. it's so obvious and but if I was right, Blake I'd make be done. More sense like I'm glad she's with Blake because I feel like they work better together temporarily like right. you don't want to drag someone who's really like in it with her and then have him be the winner and then like they'll break each other's hearts like like in katie or they'll just break up or they'll just have some train wreck and it's fine right you don't want michael or greg to be in that situation right i did not want michael in that situation Mm -mm. so i was very glad when he kind of you know bowed out of that but but i just i mean it was like if she wanted to really prove herself to greg or whatever she should have been like you know what it what's done is done. It's over. I wish you the best. I'm with Blake. I'm happy. Mm-hmm. And but instead, like her acting like like an angry nine year old yeah. was not a good look for anybody. Oh. And and then yeah, like when Blake comes out, and she's like, "This is my boyfriend. He's better. He's strong. He like I mean, he that's what it sounded like. He doesn't give up. He never leaves, Greg. Oh. It's like just so Blake's been on the show before. He gets how it works. Yeah, like nine Greg, times. Yeah, Greg couldn't handle it. That was yeah. also really funny. When what was the aunt's name that? She sucked. Aunt Lindsay. <gasps> Aunt Lindsay. <laughs> Aunt Lindsay. Psycho. She Aunt might have been worse. Everyone's saying that she, uh, the big debates between her and uh, Peter's P- mom. Peter's mom. mom. Yeah. That's like the big debate. She was just digging in on him, but it was so funny. She's like, so haven't you been in love on this show like three times in the last like nine months? And then he's like, well, this is like different. And it's like, no, it's not. No, Blake, <laughs> no it's no. not Blake. But when she, I mean, it's she, like she's out there. That's real cute. Like a yeah. big, husky, scary woman. She was. Everything he said. Well, that's real cute. She but. was terrifying. I'm like, I would love to know what your marriage is like, Aunt Lindsay. I bet your husband she's not is scared There's as no hell. No. She had a no ring way. on. Oh, really? She had a ring on. And I thought, that poor sap. She oh, left God. it on. <laughs> yeah. She did make good points about him, like, leaving. Like, he was going to Africa. And then he had, I loved that he just had zero details on why he was going to Africa. Yeah. And he didn't really know how long. And he just said it was for work. But, like, he left it so vague. It yeah. was just, like, really weird. And it's like, yeah, it's kind of a good thing that you guys have ne- yet to talk about. But Right. But also, having been married, like, not everything, you don't, you don't always map it. Like, I agree with them on some degree that, like, you... There are some logistics you work through, but not everything is cut and dried. And I think the aunt was like, she wanted like a concrete answer for everything. For everything. What are you going to do when you get in a fight? Well, work it out. Well, that's real cute. Yeah, that's cute, but that's not going to work. Uh, well, it's like, wow. I beat my husband. Like, that's how we do <laughs> stuff at home. I get out my belt. Yeah. You better have a frying yeah. pan nearby. She was also, uh, I heard something else too that was saying like, they were talking, she was all focused on like their jobs and how they're going to like work on like one of them off to like leave their job and move and all that kind of stuff. 
and uh what they didn't talk about at all but it's like they're on the bachelor they just won it like that's their job now like they're literally just influencers now they get brand deals they post stuff on instagram like they don't need their real jobs anymore at all like he's probably not even going to go to africa now because he's making so much money doing this and there's no chance in hell she's moving to canada (laughs) that's not happening we all know that i mean she's in seattle it's pretty close like it wouldn't i mean the only problem is he's in like toronto so it's the complete opposite side of the country but like i feel like the culture shift wouldn't be super crazy they could live in the western side of Oh, I just whacked my <laughs> microphone when I was pointing to the west, the western side of Canada. But what if that were, okay, if you were Blake, wouldn't you want to move on the opposite side of the country from her family? Oh, a thousand percent. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I think she probably does too. Yeah. She's, she's, she's over she's Aunt Lindsay. Crazy Aunt Lindsay. Crazy Aunt well, Lindsay. Well, she sounded like she was like really close with her family and stuff. I don't really know like her backstory because she lost her dad, right? Yeah. Yeah, that was the whole kicker. So, I mean, like she's probably really close with her family and stuff, but it sounds like she was she was very annoyed with how her aunt was acting that entire time. <laughs> and what an odd fit. I'm just going to say it. Right? Outfit? I mean, odd oh, fit. fit. Like Katie and then aunt and yeah. mom. It's like, yeah. wait a minute. These are not... Right. Her family members. Uh-huh. They both walked in. I thought they were like both her mom for like a <laughs> oh, second. Yeah. Like I was getting, especially from Aunt Lindsay, oh, yeah. I was totally getting that kind of bush I, vibe a I little could, bit. She yeah. was the man in the, she was the Oh, she was the man in figure. her household for sure. <laughs> Definitely. But I just, it, I mean, it just was like, Katie comes across as this, like, put she? Together, I mean, she? Is she appearance wise? Appearance wise. Like your initial thought of her was that she's kind of put together and that she's whatever. And then the. I mean, it was like... That's Katie at her core, though, I think. Oh, yeah. Her mom and Aunt Lindsay live inside that Katie. Is that, yep. And it's the I glam agree. team that <laughs> hides Fix the, that Lin- up. the inner Lindsay. There you go. <laughs> that, yeah, I actually feel good about that. Yeah, me too. All okay, right. that was good. Okay. Glad that's over. Well, let's move a little bit back to Friday the 13th, which yes. today is, and talk just a little bit about fears and stu- stupor? 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 Superstition. Superstition. So I'm going to play a little clip because there's actually a fear of Friday the 13th. Periscavidecotriophobia is the fear of Friday the 13th. And apparently if one learns how to pronounce the name of this disorder, one will never suffer from this disorder again. So periscavidecotriophobia. Periscavidecotriophobia. That's it. I'm not afraid. How, would, how does that make any sense? You learn to pronounce it and then you're just not afraid of it? I don't know. I guess because it takes you all day to figure it out. <laughs> You're over it <laughs> then, by then. So, then Friday the 13th is over. Yeah. Um, okay. So I'm just not a superstitious person, like at all. I'll walk under ladders. I will. Yeah, I don't think I am either. I'm just am not. I? No, not really. I don't think I am. But Heather, my sister, is super superstitious. Super superstitious. She's, what does Michael Scott say? Uh, I'm just a little stitious. A little stitious. <laughs> I, I might be a little stitious. She is super Heather superstitious. Is, like she's the kind of person that would wear the same socks every baseball game that she played, softball game, won't walk. We were at like a, a park in Mexico called Senses where it's like optical illusions. And anyway, for one part, you had to walk under a ladder to get to the next area. Mm-hmm. She wouldn't do it. Like, she really is superstitious. Black cats. Uh-huh. Uh, what, what other superstitions? I don't know, but remember we were talking at breakfast when Heather and Robin were here? Do you remember the one Robin said? I can't get it out of my head. Um, no, I don't oh. remember. So she said, and I honestly wish she had never said this to me because it had never occurred to me, and now I'm upset by it. 
she said that she doesn't like asking people to go out of their way driving to do something for her because if they get in a car accident and die, it'll be her fault. Oh, that's right. I'm like, yes. oh my gosh. But that could apply. I mean, that could apply even more than just driving somewhere. Like yeah. anytime you ask somebody to veer off their course, mm-hmm. their regularly planned scheduled course, mm-hmm. you, that is a death trap and you're responsible. I hate the thought of that so much. But what, or what if like, like for example, Lincoln gets in trouble if his room, if he doesn't clean his room. Mm-hmm. So he goes out with a friend or he get, is getting ready to go do something. And I say, nope, you have to stay home and clean your room. And then what happens if the house burns down? Right. Then I have caused that by making him stay or home. He or he rides his bike to catch up with his friends and gets hit by a car. Hit by a car. Where if he had gone with them initially. But you can't live that way. You can't. Like the thought of that could drive a person crazy. Right. It's like when you think, when people say like live each day like it's the last and like treat your kids like it's the last time you'll ever see them. That is not realistic. Like in theory, that sounds great. But if today were my last day on earth, there's no way in hell I'm doing laundry or cooking or disciplining my kids or saying no to my kids. You can't live like that. So you'd be living as a true lady of leisure if you did that. (laughs) I don't know what I would do, but I wouldn't do laundry. Well, sometimes I think... um, like, for example, if I leave early in the morning, like this morning I had to go to work early. And so I'm, you know, I get ready and I'm kind of quiet and I leave the house without saying, like without waking my kids up because I don't want to wake them up. And then I think, but what what if I die in a car wreck today? And I just snuck out of the house to avoid, like I didn't want to wake them up. I didn't want to bother them. But what if I didn't get to say goodbye? So do you say goodbye every morning? No, but, oh. then, I, but then I torture myself thinking about it. Oh, I hate that. Do you know what I mean? And then I have I to be know. like, okay, realistically, yeah. what are the odds that? Right. I mean, you have to weigh what is like realistic. Yeah. And, you know what I mean? Because you could let superstition and fear like rule your life, which I'm sure some people do. Right. Like, with really bad anxiety disorders. Like that's probably what it is. Right. It's crippling. I have, and we talked about this a little bit too. I have um, this fear. I hate to watch my children ride in a vehicle like that I'm not in. So for example, like when we, you know, we're traveling and we're taking two cars, if it's the whole family, to see my kids driving in a car in front of me or behind me, I hate it. Like, I hate every second about that because my fear is that something's going to happen and I'm going to watch them. I'm going to witness something tragic happen to And I'd never thought about that either until you said it. Now I'm like, now I have have two new fears. You're welcome. Thanks, you guys. Um, But that is one that I know is an irrational fear. Here. I mean, because again, what are the odds? Yeah. And also I can't live my life never letting my kids ride in another car besides, you know what I mean? Right. So that's one that when it happens, I just like, I have to deal with it on my own. Yeah. It bothers me and I hate it, but I try to not, you know, yeah. let my kids miss out. My on new fear whatever. is just that my oldest started driving. <laughs> That's my it's fear too. So scary. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Just kidding, Bright. It's scary to be the new, like the parent with a first time teenager driving. And she's only 14 and a half. Here in Idaho, you can get your permit when you're 14 and a half, which is mind blowing to the rest of the nation. Yes. Like it's really early here. And she is like, she's not a like overly mature 14 and a half. She is a normal 14 year old girl. Yeah. And to drive with her. And especially here where we, like, we have quite a bit of traffic. I mean, it's not like you're just on, like, you know, when we lived in Brigham City, you're in a small town and there's not, you know, 
Didn't one of your kids drive a tractor to town when they were like Well, kid? the kids that when we lived out in Corinne yeah. and they were on a farm, like that was not abnormal to see yeah. little kids. It was, was a story where it Cooper was, like showed no, up. No, it was um it was a cousin oh, okay. pulls around the shop and he's driving a a loader. And I'm like, wow. <laughs> he was like ten. I had a friend that grew up in Montana, and uh, in middle school, they had a horse stable, and kids would ride their horses to school when oh. they were, like, in middle school. Oh, yeah, my that's... gosh. And just hitch them all day? Yeah, they yeah. just put them in the stable. They'd go <gasps> out at lunch and, like, feed them and pet them and say hi and stuff, and then they'd ride the horses home after school. They had a stable at their school. That yeah, it's, like, really very cool. it's very common in Montana. Wow. And then she, uh, I had another friend, actually. She went to, like, horse riding school. I don't know exactly what you call it, but it's at, like, Montana State, I think, and it's, like, there's like horse trails throughout the school. There's <gasps> stables all over. Like you can like like you can just treat your horse like you would a moped, basically. <laughs> you just park it. Yeah, you just park Gas it at it the up. yeah, park it at the bike rack. Like just I pretty had normal. No idea that that was a thing. Yeah, that is that's my sister's in small town Wyoming, and that is not a thing there. Oh, I'm surprised. I feel I like know. Wyoming would have maybe there's pro- there's probably places in Wyoming probably. that have that more like populated areas, I guess. Kind maybe. of maybe. That's, that's so weird. That is funny. Okay. okay, so talking about driving, what are your other fears? So my, I have, I think my most, I want to say irrational, but really it is not irrational, is spiders. Like, I am not just creeped out by spiders. I am terrified of spiders. And more so than me is my daughter, Piper. And you want to tell your kid that they're just being crazy, but she is so scared of spiders and ants that, like, she'll come in my bed at night. I might have talked about this, and she'll shake, like, she'll be shaking. And so it's like, you know, it's real. Right. We had carpet cleaners maybe like a year ago. And you know, when they have the truck outside with the tube, they have to leave your door open all day. Mm-hmm. That same day, there was a spider in our house. And now she's terrified of carpet cleaners because like she relates everything back to spiders. Wow. And um, like, it's just one of those things where I want to tell her like just to buck up. But you can see like in the way she shakes and shivers. And when I lay, like I was laying by her last night. And she would kind of doze off and then she'd start. She'd go, I'm thinking about spiders or like I'm seeing spiders in my s- dreams or hmm. like she, it's le- really legit for her. That's, um, that's like Lincoln who, when he was little, not anymore, had a fear of extreme weather. Oh, So, I mean, it would be windy outside and you'd see his eyes get really big. <sighs> and he had this huge fear of like wind or like just any extreme weather. Mm. And and it was the same thing. It was like, it's so irrational. Like, dude, it's fine. Like I've lived for, you know, we, we don't live on the coast. We don't have like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Major things like tornadoes or hurricanes or, you know. Yeah. But you would see a ch- like he'd wake up in the morning and be like, what's the weather? <laughs> you know? And it was so cute and so irrational. And he grew out of it. But I always joked that he needed to be a weatherman yeah. so that he could learn to predict it and then he wouldn't be afraid yeah. of it. But he grew out of it and now, like I was teasing him about it last night, but um, it was, you know, it was very real yeah. to him when he was little. Yeah. I mean, if you leave a door open in my house for more than a minute, Piper will like yell at you. She's ter- She really is terrified. Shut the door. I'm like, oh. Piper, I want some fresh air in here. And she'll start crying. And I don't know what the cure, like, I don't know how to help. Like, yeah. what is the, I don't know. Okay. Do you want to hear, do you want to hear a spider story? Yes. Okay. I asked, there's a story that haunts my dreams that happened to my nephew Tyson. So I texted him today to ask to tell it. So here's Tyson telling his terrifying story. So when I was in high school, one of my hobbies was thrifting for CDs and collecting CDs. 
So one day while I was in Goodwill, I am looking for CDs and I come upon this awesome subwoofer that I thought would just go great with my speaker system. So I brought home the subwoofer. I hook it up to my speaker system, which uh, at that time was right behind my bed. So I had a headboard that was big enough to rest the speaker system on. So I had the CD player there and then the two speakers, and then I put the subwoofer on the shelf uh, right behind my head. So that way I could listen to it while I was laying in bed. And it was working super well. It was a great speaker setup that I had going. And then one day the subwoofer just stops working. Um, so. I open up the subwoofer uh, to see if I can fix the wiring or whatever's going on with it. And I find in the subwoofer that was right behind my head for probably two weeks, I find a spider's nest. And the reason that it stopped working is the spider's nest had gotten so big with the spider babies and whatever that it had clogged up the hole for <gasps> the subwoofer and they were just crawling around everywhere when I opened it. And it was it was the worst experience and i've been terrified of spiders ever since so that's my fear oh that is horrid i know that is so gross and he opened it up and oh spider bait like there's nothing scarier to me than the thought than of spider babies of spider babies just ravaging everything mm. gross and i i mean i don't like spiders i mean nobody right. likes spiders but i'm not like i had a tarantula in my classroom right. for I a long time i can't when I get like mailers that for pest control and they have a picture of a spider on them, like I can't even look at the picture. It <laughs> freaks me out so bad. Like I'll have to cover, like if I wanted to read it, I have to cover it up. Or if there's like a billboard, like I can't drive past it. Like wow. even pictures, even the word kind of freaks me out. We call them spooters at my house because the word is it's like- so gross. It's triggering. It's triggering. That's triggering. Um, yeah, I don't, I mean, I don't like spiders, but I- Spiders know. or snakes? Uh, I snakes. I don't like snakes either, but I'm not terrified of them. Okay, but what if you had to hold one? Would you rather hold a spider or a snake? Um, would you rather lay in a pit of spiders or snakes? Mm, <laughs> probably, probably spiders. <laughs> I think. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Um, I I have more of a fear of things like roaches, crickets. Oh. Grasshoppers, like Ooh. a grasshopper, is oh, I, I see really? them and it makes my skin crawl. Oh, yeah, roaches are. Um, but that reminds me of a story that I want to share with you. Okay. Um, this was so I found this. Uh, this is kind of a few weeks old, but um, it's somebody is writing about this, and this was on like a like um, I don't know a group on. I don't remember if it was on Reddit. I can't remember what it was on, but it was like. Trying to, it must have been on Facebook because you had to. It had to be accepted by the admin. Okay. Um, anyway, and it, it makes a Lovecraft reference, which I don't know Lovecraft, but anyway, it doesn't matter. Okay, so it says it starts out. Hey guys, I am so sorry to the admin who has to read this and everyone else who chooses to read it of their own free will, but for the love of all that is holy, I need help. I am serious. I'm only using humor to balance how objectively awful this situation is. There is a Lovecraftian horror residing in my kitchen sink. I would welcome Kolalu, which is, I guess, the name of the character. I don't know. A Lovecraftian. Lovecraftian. Do you know what Lovecraft is, Travis? Uh, I don't think so. Is it like Minecraft? It's like a... What's it, what's it called again? Lovecraft. Lovecraft. It's like a show or a... Okay. I, I don't know. And there was so. something in his sink? Okay, there. so that he's talking about... So I don't know. I don't even know what Lovecraft is. I should okay, have looked at that. It doesn't matter. But 
It's Some- like knitting or crocheting. No. Oh. No. I just Googled it and that was oh. the first thing that came up. No, but. maybe it is. Look, no, it's not. Look up love. <laughs> Lovecraft is one word. Lovecraft. Lovecraft. It's okay. like, um, like I want to say it's a, a show or. Oh, well, there's a guy named H.P. Lovecraft who yeah. is a writer. Yes. And so he yes. wrote a bunch of like weird science, fantasy, and horror fiction That's books. what it is. Gotcha. So. So it's something, some horror, oh, whatever. So something like out of a horror book. Yes, is what the it's referencing. Okay, Thank you. I get it. Okay, now. now we got it. I was just like, I need to know what you're talking about. Um, okay. and I guess there's a character that's Kulalu or something that's this horrible some horror character. Character. Okay, so he gotcha. says, I would welcome this character in place of this most vile, repugnant thing, more evil than <gasps> anything I've seen in my life. I may have to light my sink on fire. I moved across the country recently. I've lived pretty much all over, but never in a southern state where it is not customary for the landlord to spray for bugs. No big deal, I thought. Wrong. Oh, how wrong I was. (laughs) I left dishes in the sink for about a week. I know this would be disgusting enough on its own, and you may already be picturing what I have seen. Please don't judge. I am going through monumental life changes, and I assure you I will never allow this to happen again. There is a tiny species of fly in this region. Yes, I saw some flying around the dishes, but not very many. Nothing alarming, I thought. But when I went to wash the dishes today, holy shit maggots. (laughs) They were hiding out of plain sight underneath plates and things. I doused each basin with an entire container of bleach, but that won't do away with the bodies. I lifted one plate after they soaked for a good while. There must be hundreds of eggs attached to the bottom of it. Stop. Okay, no go. Going. I yelped when I saw it. I have no idea where to go from here, but I promised my significant other that I'd wash these dishes. I know they'd be pissed if I threw them out. How can I clean this mess without scarring myself for life? My skin is crawling just thinking about it. I feel maggots crawling around my feet and burrowing in between my toes. Oh, I am already traumatized. I'm I am feeling lightheaded. <laughs> like that's my biggest fear. Is that the word? I mean, and see for me. I'll take spiders all day long, yes. but s- like maggots or like... It's the smallness of it's them. The, it's the, the, the creepy, uh-huh. the crawly. It's the way they move. It's the smallness. It's the way they move over they each other. It's the way, yes. That's why like baby spiders, because it's like they're all over each other. Yeah. I would light the whole damn house on fire. It, it would. That would that be would a be new sink, new dishes, new apartment. That... Nope. It... <sighs> uh, and I mean, I have nothing to even, other, other than literally burn your house down. That'll keep you from leaving dishes in the sink. Yep. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay, that Isn't that is, horrible? That is my biggest. So that is more in line with my fears okay. of. I have something to tell you, too. Oh, no. This is so in line with it. So we grow tomatoes in the summer. This is an awful tomato year, but we have a cherry tomato Okay, is it going to be gross because I just ate your tomatoes? No. Did you eat any of the cherry tomatoes? The yeah. Yes. Okay. You're fine. <laughs> Maybe I shouldn't tell you this because Aaron was mad that I told him. So I pick one the other day. I kind of pick a handful. And you know how they're like, they've got like the green seeds inside? Mm-hmm. So I pick one and it's whole. Like it's not like split. There's no holes in it, but like the hole from where you pick it. And for some reason, I can't remember if it just caught my eye because it was so bright green. And I open it I like split it open and there is a full the the entire inside of the cherry tomato is occupied by this green caterpillar worm thing. oh and like it was just like but you couldn't tell that it was in there like it looked like a seed 
So if you weren't looking, you would have easily popped it in your mouth. So I thought that was like a one-off, like, okay. And I, when I saw it, I like threw it across the, like, well, then I picked another handful the other day and then I remembered. So I kind of looked, there was another one and I just put it down my disposal. (laughs) But I told Aaron about it. I'm like, I just, you should be aware that this is happening because I don't want, like, you'll pick it off the plant and just pop it in your mouth all the time. And he was so upset with, he's like, I cannot believe you told me that. I'm like, would you rather me not? He's like, but I've been eating them all summer just right off the plant. And I'm like, well. Well, when the other day when Heather and I were eating tomatoes uh-huh. and we were eating them with the mozzarella cheese yeah. and stuff, we were cutting them and there yeah. were not, there no. were no living. They're not in the big ones. But I think we were using some of the small ones. Oh, I think maybe. we might've cut a few of the smalls too. Isn't Ew. that so yeah, gross? Yeah, I hate like any, any squishy and just to be caught off guard by it. And also... Like, I'm not afraid of caterpillars. My friend Jessica... I hate caterpillars. My friend Jessica Dinger. Jessica, I don't know if you listen. She is terrified of caterpillars. Like, terrified of them. I don't like how their little bodies... No, it's the movement. Ugh. And we went camping one time, and cat- little tiny caterpillars were falling from the trees. And, like... I had to keep my head covered, so I took, like, one of those sleeping bag cases that you stuff the sleeping bags in, and I put it over my entire head and hair and left it there for two days. Why wouldn't you just go home? Because, you know, Aaron, Aaron does not, like, he doesn't I'm pivot. a fair-weather camper. Yeah. It was, like, we would be in our camper, and you'd hear, like, on the camper, and I'm like, is it raining? Yeah, caterpillar. It's Ew, I don't like anything with that many legs. Anything uh-uh. with excessive appendages, no. I'm over. And eyes. Eyes, like, legs. Too many eyes, too many legs. Anything that's hairy, Ugh. a lot of hair. Um, so my sister's phobia, fear, she hates dish towels. Like a wet, <laughs> like a wet rag. Ugh. She does not do any sort of like... Pre-moistened rag? Uh-uh. No, no, no. Like, really? she, no, she won't wash something with like a really ra- a wash rag of any sort. How does she wipe down her countertops? Um, with a like a spray and a paper towel. Really? Yeah, she doesn't. She only like a disposable. I had something. no idea. She does not. That stuff puts her right over the top. I so had no idea. that doesn't seem very environmentally friendly. Well, That's you know what, what? I was gonna say. It <laughs> doesn't matter because she. <laughs> <laughs> If she, yeah, it doesn't matter. She cannot get past it. Interesting. Like she would, you know, sometimes you'll have like a Does she have a towel. bad childhood experience? I don't know because my mom was a clean oh. freak growing up. Because I've had some nasty, nasty sink towels where you pick it up and you're like, oh, it's slimy. You can, ooh, you can yeah, she it. can't. She just can't Interesting. Even. I didn't know. Yeah, so. Okay. Um, what we're, I know. So we kind of had planned today to do like a... Some of the ones we eat that didn't fit into any of our other categories that just were really good. Um, so we've got like 15 more minutes. Should we start with Michelle Money? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, my gosh. This is so funny. Um, so I was looking last week at uh, looking for things to use on the podcast that were like most embarrassing moments or whatever. And so this I came across this thing about Michelle Money. Who, who is Michelle Money? She's a... Kind of an heiress. Well, but she's like a lingerie. Mm-hmm. So she, like, she's famous. She's, like yeah. Designer, socialite, kind of famous for being... Yeah. So this is her. And it's not going to be funny to anybody else, probably, but us. I know. I think it's so funny. <laughs> it might have been all about timing when we read it the first Maybe. time. But anyway, so she was, um, so she posts my most... Im- 
embarrassing moment. And she said, my most embarrassing moment, speaking in Vietnam to 3,000 people, thought this was a six-year-old, picked him up. He is a man. <laughs> so she was speaking at this conference. And there's a picture of it. Yes. So we'll post the picture of it. For sure. But she's speaking at this conference. And this boy runs up to her, this little boy looks like a like a little boy with a bouquet of flowers and she picks him up and cuddles him and has and, like a photo walk and does a selfie with him and then a woman sitting in the front row <laughs> shouts put him down i'm his wife <laughs> and so i guess like she went on to say the the, the guy was totally fine i mean of course <laughs> Um, and the whole room just went crazy like laughing they thought it was hysterical but um but anyway. when you see the picture, you get it. Yeah. But, um, it, and then it said later the man's wife actually asked Lady Money whether it was simply a British custom to pick people up that way. <laughs> and it's like, well, Cause your husband is three foot five. <laughs> so, I mean, I don't know. And he has a baby face. He looks like a little, cute little boy in like dressed <laughs> up, all imagine? professional. Picking up a full grown adult and like, setting him on your hip. Because there is no recovering. I mean, Wow, I'm sorry I picked up your husband. Yeah. I, I mean, what do you say? <laughs> oh. And how manly can you feel after that? Oh my gosh. It's so funny to me. I yeah. love it. Oh, that's my favorite. <laughs> okay. What else? I've got so many and I'm trying to decide what should I should do. Um Okay, I'll do this one. So a, a woman was just kind of posting like, how do I even respond to this? So this woman is like in her 40s and her mom passed away um, a few months ago and she's getting ready to go on a vacation. And so she posts on her personal Facebook like a picture of her new swimsuit and like of her in it. And, she, you know, it's kind of like a long, kind of like an old lady swimsuit with like a skirt and like very like conservative looking swimsuit. Anyway, she gets a text from like one of her mom's friends, kind of like a family friend and it says, morning, Susie. Hope that you're doing well. All is well here. Not to be motherly or preachy, but I think that you need to get your razor so that you look great in your new swimsuit. The new socks and swim gear will call some attention to your beautiful legs. You know what your mom would say. Just a suggestion to help you have a great vacation experience. So apparently Susie doesn't shave her legs. Like that's just, she never does. And this woman sent her this text. Wow. <laughs> right? The audacity. The audacity. Yeah. And it's fine. I mean, whatever. But I I think the thing that got people was you know what your mom would say. Like I because like using the dead mom as mm -hmm. like guilt trip to get yeah. this woman to shave her legs. And I responded, I said, Is she coming on vacation with you? Like is she worried about being embarrassed? And she's like, No, she just feels really strongly that I need to shave my legs. <laughs> awkward right? I just so I I am not I wouldn't say I'm not a confrontational person because I don't have an issue like having a confrontation with somebody if it's necessary mm -hmm. but I certainly would not impose my thoughts or opinion like right. say something to make somebody else uncomfortable or inject my opinion about something I don't know right like it's it just, just weird so unnecessary like why even if that is your opinion, yeah. you have zero stake in the game. Like, why does that have anything to do with her? Right. 
And it's not even necessarily like it's a preference thing. It's not even necessarily a hygiene thing where she's going to smell or she's going to cause issues. It's like, personally, I don't love a hairy leg on a woman. Like, that's just our generation. Like, I mean... That's just my personal preference. Right. But I don't care what other people do. It's not my leg. It doesn't bug me. Yeah. I just thought that was. Oh, cool. that, that is. Kind um, of inappropriate. So here, speaking of people having an opinion that maybe they shouldn't have, um, let me read you this one. Okay. Okay. So um, this one says, my mother-in-law had a Grammy day with our oldest, who was 14. To my shock, one of the things they did was to get her vaccinated. Oh. I'm so upset. My husband and I made the choice not to get vaccinated for several reasons, but this is our child and she should respect our wishes. How do I approach this with grandma? So I don't want to get into the whole debate right. on whether or not people should be vaccinated because that, I mean, again, that's like not a personal my, preference. Yeah. But how would you feel <gasps> if your mother-in-law made like a, like a medical decision mm. or, you know what I mean? Right. That I would be livid. Like that yeah. is like, I mean, that is beyond like mother-in-laws getting their baby's ears pierced. I've heard of that. Yes. Or one time my mother-in-law stayed with us and cut my son's hair because he had long shaggy little boy hair, three-year-old hair. And we come home from vacation and he's got short hair. Oh. And I was mad. Like yeah. I was sad and mad and like. What? But I don't think she does. <laughs> You're looking at me like, Brooke, like, <laughs> stop talking. Me. No, I don't think she does either. I don't think she does. But and I, I'm over it. I love you. I love yeah, you. Everything's fine. It's her back. back. We're okay. But she's done. And, and that was kind of like other sister-in-laws are like, sh- she will do that. She'll cut bangs. She'll kind of do what she's, you know. But oh, vaccine. That, and I, I mean, I just think, I guess this is the thing. I have a great mother-in-law yeah like I've never had issues with my mother-in-law and there's never like she would never cross bound you know what I mean so I just can't even fathom Mm -mm. um I just can't even imagine oh and that is so that is that is such a bold thing (laughs) and I mean especially and we're not just talking about I mean like a vaccination that's been around like a flu shot you know what I mean like we're talking about something that you know, is a, is pretty controversial just because, I mean, there there isn't a lot of science. Yeah. And, I mean, so a lot of people who are not vaccinating really have strong, you know what I mean? They, yeah, like, it's not just like, ah, you know, whatever. Ways. Yeah, so I just think that is such a, oh, I just think that's yeah. so out of line. I heard a thing, like, in Philadelphia, 12-year-olds can just go get it without their parental consent. And I'm like, oh, I don't know how. I think I feel that's actually the, that. the case. It I don't is. think it's required. Um, and I don't know it if it goes city by city. But oh, it, is it yeah, city by city? Because yeah, on NPR, they were saying, like in Philadelphia specifically, specifically, twelve-year-olds mm-hmm. can just go get it, and they'll help them, and they'll like do it for them. Yeah. I'm like, oh, even if it's, the, I mean, they're twelve, and but. Yeah, it's just. I just, I don't know. Have they done the research? Do they know? I don't know. Right. And there's something to just to be said for your family values. Right. I don't know. It's I'm just not very an anti, like, I just got to mine. To each but their own. Exactly. But I it's just. I would never impose my feelings on that to well, someone else. I mean, it's just like anything. It, that'd be like your, um, you know, for example, your mother-in-law taking your daughter out and putting her on birth control. I mean, right. it's, it's like akin to that. So, like making a, a pretty, pretty major decision. Medical decisions. <laughs> 
that can't be reversed. Yeah. Really, that's off, that's off limits. Yeah, so don't do that. Don't do that. Okay, I have another mother-in-law one that will kind of go, doesn't go along with it. But it's, it's been, a mother-in-law, it's so been it in my back pocket for a while. <laughs> okay. And I think there's so much more to this than we're getting in this story. There usually is. Yeah. So my mom lives across the country, and we see her maybe once a year. This is a man speaking. We used to be very close, but she could not accept my wife. And my mom can be a massive spoiled brat. So if she doesn't like someone, they are going to know it. My mom has money, and my wife comes from a poor background. So my mom has always thought that she was better. She would make little digs about my wife not being classy or feminine. My wife is a pretty confrontational person, so she did not take my mom's bullshit. My mom came to visit about six years ago and was in a bad mood because my stepdad refused to come because of the house, food, no hotels being around. My mom is kind of a codependent and was not happy. She made her typical digs during this day and then came time for me to drive her to the airport. My wife was pregnant, and if you know what pregnancy farts smell like, you'll get why this was the perfect opportunity. I locked all of the windows, and my wife blasted farts the entire (laughs) ride to the airport. Immature, yes, but a great moment in our marriage. My mom was furious and ended up barely talking to me for months and didn't say congrats when our son was born. We have kind of worked through it, but she no longer makes an effort to see us and won't visit, so we see her about once a year when we visit family. My five-year-old son asked why she doesn't visit because our other grandmother visits all the time. I told him grandma doesn't visit because she got farted on and told him (laughs) the story. (laughs) Being a five-year-old boy, he thought it was hilarious. He ended up bringing it up in front of my mom during our monthly video chat. My mom demanded to know why I told him. I said it was a funny story and the truth and I don't like to lie. My mom teared up and got off the call. Now she was saying she should have just gone back to no contact and this is humiliating. She called my wife trash and a pig and then I can't believe she cares more about farts than her family (laughs) I have to say though that is not like if your mom hates your wife probably having her fart bomber in your car is not gonna change that that is so disgusting it is ew I hate farts like a covered wagon for hours in a car where you can't like where you're you can't get any air ew it's gaggy. It's so gross. That I don't know is. about a fart ending a com- like a total relationship, but w- there were kind <laughs> of like some questions later where people were like asking and like he was saying that she doesn't eat my wife's cooking. She says she's picky, but he knows she's not. And that she kind of makes references to not being able to sit on the couch because there's a wrapper on it, which I'm thinking, I bet they live in a filth I bet house. it is a farty, filthy, because if the stepdad won't come because uh-huh. of the food and the house, yeah. like, and would you ever just fart bomb your mother-in-law? No, I would never fart bomb anyone. I would not. It's so bad. But if you got fart bombed, would that end your complete relationship with your, like this happened when she was pregnant with this kid who's now five. <laughs> And she's like, I bet they're both horrible people. Oh, I bet I'm they sure. all are. I'm sure that she's a snob, but they kind of sound like trash people. I know, right? Like, we're not open. Like, I don't even fart in front of my husband. I know. We're not open farters. <laughs> I, I just, it just, that story, I've, it's been in my back pocket for a while. Yeah. And it just makes me laugh because it's so ridiculous. Yeah. It's ridiculous Ooh. that it ended the relationship, but also, like, why would you do that? Ew, it's just such a, 
The girls. thought of him locking the windows and being like, go for it, honey. Like this <laughs> Giving is. Giving her the wink. This is your time. And here's another thing. So he sat there and sniffed it out for the whole ride, and too. And loved it. He said it was the best moment of best their marriage. Best moment of their marriage when they both sat in her, essentially in her poop for <laughs> however long that drive was. He's probably been living with that, though, for months, right? <laughs> I like, bet their whole house like smells he, like it. He was inferior to it because he's like, he's used to it. It's, it's a superpower. It's like the person that takes little bits of poison all the time. So <laughs> they, they build can, up an immunity. So that they can poison someone. They Ooh, fart poison to they the mother-in-law. They probably smell like it. Just <laughs> Just all the time. That's why the father-in-law didn't come because he's That's like, their dad. house smells like a big butthole. <laughs> that is so I gross. I can just picture, oh, it's so bad. Um, yeah. Do you have another one real um, quick? I have, okay, this is a little bit more serious. Okay. Um, but I want to know your opinion. Okay. Okay. My ex-girlfriend, not mine, but mm-hmm. this person's, my ex-girlfriend got married two years ago and recently we met... And her son looked just like me. I was wondering if something is wrong with me attempting to talk to her about it. And I don't know where to start from. But the boy looked just like me, I swear. So he runs into the girlfriend who is now remarried but has this child that apparently, I mean, obviously could have. The timing works out. I mean, it must have been um, that pretty close because then he says this kid looks just like him. So. Ooh. What do you do? And it was interesting to read people's comments because there were so many people that were like, dude, don't mention it. Don't say anything. Do you want to pay child support? But it's like, but if that's his kid. Yeah. Like, I mean. Well, that's a tough one because in some ways, if she's married to this guy, they're raising this family together. Who know, Like, to shake things up and come in. But if that really is his kid and he wants to be involved, he has the right to do right. so. And does she have the right just to not tell him? No, I don't think so. Like, I think that there's something to be said for women who, like, granted, it's in your body, but didn't get there alone. Like, you, to to make that decision without consulting him. And if the kid's only two, it's not like it's going to disrupt his life that much to have this bonus dad. If this guy's a good guy, that's going to actually step up and, like, be, not that if he has a father figure, then that's good. But I think it's more about the dad's right than... Yeah, Everybody but else. I wonder, one of the things I was thinking of is I wonder where she's actually married if there's any way that he could even get a paternity test. Because what if he goes to her and says, is this my kid? And she's like, well, I'm married. This is our life. Yeah. Don't disrupt it. And the other guys, I'm sure, on the birth certificate. Yeah. Unless so they both know do? and are just hiding it. Yeah. So what if they are? And what yeah. if he really, you know how, because you know how they say that like your firstborn child the firstborn child looks like the father, uh-huh. and they say that it's supposed to be like genetically so that the man knows, knows that it. Like, there's some theory behind that. Really? That, yeah, and I wish I should have looked that up because, and we may have talked about this another Maybe. time. I don't know, but anyway, they say look at look at the firstborn child of any man. Okay. And typically, they that child has a strong resemblance to the father. Okay. And it's like some, somehow like innately so that the father knows that that's huh. like his child. Yeah. Before like there the woman knows because she carries it. But yeah. for the father to be able to look and be like, that is my. Yeah. That is my seed. Interesting. <laughs> but think about it. Think about in your family, your you oldest Bright child. Looks like Aaron? Yeah. I mean, I think not overwhelmingly. I think she looks more like you, but you can see Aaron yeah. in her. Mm-hmm. And I think like Lincoln spitting image of his dad yeah. but our daughter is 
looks like totally. me. And I look like at my older kids from my first marriage, oldest looks like her dad, Cooper looks like me. And it's like, I wonder if that is, I, I like, is there truth the, to that? The original I look paternity test. My sister looks just like my dad. The original Maury Povich. Yes. Robin looks like my dad. Yeah, I yep. look more like my mom. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. So I don't know. Huh. Okay. But I mean, that took a turn, but I had to do this one real quick because I had forgotten to get to it when we were talking about superstitions. Okay. But I wanted to say it real fast because our friend, uh, we texted the group and just said, does anyone have any, you know, irrational fears? (laughs) And one of them said that um, diet Dr. Pepper was her drink of choice before she had weight loss surgery. And now she can't drink it because she's superstitious. She said, I'm superstitious. It will make me fat again. (laughs) I just thought that was funny. I just was looking at another one that um, Kim said. (laughs) She said, I'm afraid of getting wedged in the escalator. What? What? Wedged? Like, you know how, haven't you ever seen like those freak, like. escalator. Escalator, not elevator. Oh, yeah. Like Like you're afraid it's going to suck you in Like it's going to catch your Uh clothes or your hair and suck you into it. Yeah. She said that. Nancy said, um, Callie has an irrational fear of butterflies from a SpongeBob episode. Um, oh, I, this reminded me, um, Nancy was also talking, oh my gosh, I have to say this. Nancy says, my fears are not irrational, so I cannot, I can't help you. But she said at any moment, there may be a hostage situation at a grocery store and no one knows what lurks beneath you in a body of water. So Nancy does have a huge fear of being in a hostage situation. Oh. Like for whatever reason. And if I remember right, and I'm probably going to mess this up, we had all gone to Denny's one night, like in our younger, like our teen years, or well, early 20s. And there was something, somebody, there was some sort of a gunshot or something. And Nancy (gasps) thought that there was a shooting there and crawled under the table or something. I can't remember the details, but it like that is her fear of being in a hostage situation. Yeah. And then this one of a body of water, I do have a like a ridiculous fear of being in a swimming pool alone. Oh, a swimming pool? A swimming pool alone. Interesting. Or like, yeah, in a body of water alone is terrifying oh. to me. Although I'm not afraid of the ocean. I love water. Yeah. But something about being in it oh. alone Maybe next is... week I'll have to tell the story of when my brother found the dead body. <gasps> yes, yeah. let's talk about, oh, we do need to talk about that. Yeah. Maybe Speaking he, of being fear of water. Fear of water, <laughs> Maybe yes. he'll record Maybe it Maybe he'll record us. it because his storytelling is great. <laughs> it so. is good. Yeah, um, but we probably better stop because we are out of time. Yeah, we are. And Travis has big plans tonight. I hope you do, Travis. Okay, <laughs> so yeah, maybe we'll do like our. Um, is that just a too soon up. to say a dead body episode? <laughs> I mean, I don't, maybe could just be a follow up. Okay, we'll do a follow up. Okay. Well, thank you guys for listening. Send us, you know, your dead body stories. <laughs> Send us your irrational fears. Or send whatever. us your most embarrassing moments. Yes, Please. we love those. Please send us your embarrassing moments. Yes. Um, truthfairiespod at gmail.com. Truthfairiespod on Instagram and Facebook. And that's all. That's all, folks. So we'll see you next time. Bye. Yeah, bye. Do you have a situation you want us to share on our show? Send it in to truthfairiespod at gmail.com. Or slide into our DMs on Instagram at truthfairiespod. Like and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon, speak.fm, or wherever you listen. We hope the truth hurt just a little, but not too much. Goodbye. Goodbye.